Today's news with Ruthie at 820. But before that, Boomer Esiason and Boomer is brought to you this week by McFarland Energy, the home heating oil and HVAC pros that Greater Boston and the Cape depend on at McFarlandEnergy.com. By Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh by Town Fair Tire. For the best prices on tires, nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. And Boomer is also brought to you by your New England Kubota tractor dealers. And he joins us this morning on the Harbor One Hotline. Hey, Boomer. Hey, good morning, guys. I know it didn't work out the way you all would have liked it up there, but I got to tell you, I saw some silver lining stuff. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, settle a debate for us. It's been going on all morning. Is it a moral victory Monday over here? <laughs> yeah, I know. Nobody likes moral victories, especially up in New England on a day that you're honoring your best player in the history of the sport. But I have to tell you, I saw a glimpses of hope, especially on offense with Bill O'Brien calling the plays and putting Mac Jones in a really good spot. And quite frankly, the defense played, I thought, really, really well. And uh, if it weren't for that pick six by Darius Slay and maybe the fumble by Ezekiel Elliott, Overall, I would say that I would give the slight edge to the Patriots outplaying the Philadelphia Eagles, although the score the scoreboard didn't show it. Yeah, Boomer, when you look at that defense, I, I tell you what, they did a really good job of bottling up Jalen Hurts. Um, expectations, I think, now are going to be extremely high for this Patriots defense moving forward. I would, I would agree, uh, Jermaine. And the other thing, too, it's week one, so we try not to overreact <laughs> to everything we saw, although that the New York Giants down here got their asses kicked last night, and that was uh, something to behold and a little bit shocking. But that performance yesterday by the New England Patriots would give me hope if I were a Patriot fan, especially the passing game. And, you know, Mac throws a great ball to Butte, and he just can't get his second foot down. It would have been apropos to win the game, uh, you know, at the end of the game with Tom Brady in the house. But unfortunately, Butte couldn't keep his uh, second foot down. Yeah, that blowout last night was almost as bad as the one that Wiggy's uh, <laughs> Wiggy's high school team suffered on turnovers. Turnovers killed us on Friday night, Boomer. It was a rough go for Coach in Week One. Oh man, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, Wiggy. I turnovers, tell you, Boomer. You know, if you want to punch Greg in the face, you can because you're you're donating your time and effort. You're trying to make sure these kids got the right coaching, the right teaching, and here he is busting your balls the first weekend. Coaching is a question down there. Right, I mean it's only it's only week one, but they spent a lot of time listening to music and not a lot of time working on plays. But that's all right. I mean, listen, a different approach from different guys. You know how that goes. Uh, you know what you do with you is you make all these kids carry a football around school the rest of the week, man. That is it. We have ball security issues. Pick six, so everybody's oh. got a football. Oh man, pick six. There's nothing worse than a pick six, as uh, Mac Jones can attest to from yesterday. Yeah. But you know, hopefully, we'll only get better from where you are right now. Uh, Boomer, we Mac Jones is always a polarizing topic these days, and all I can do as a guy that thinks Mac is not the problem of this team is look at what the Dolphins did yesterday with the weapons they surrounded Tua with. The Patriots have the Dolphins this Sunday. How much better would Mac Jones look if he had the same supporting cast Tua has with the Dolphins? Well, I think everybody would look better, but um, I thought Mac, again, yesterday finally showed, uh, you know, Growth and progress. Um, he still gets a little bit goofy on the field with his facial expressions and things when things don't get wrong, uh, go right. Um, better word any, choice. Better word choice than you yes, used exactly. Last time on this well, show. the last time got went viral, and <laughs> yes. I think that's what you guys look for. And you wait until I give it to you. <laughs> but I would say, uh, 
You're right. I mean, listen, this could be a track meet every time you play the Dolphins, and this would be a really, really great test for this New England defense. They have speed all over the field. And, you know, Tua, you know, yesterday it was interesting. Remember, Tua was drafted number five overall by the Dolphins in the same draft that Joe Burrow went number one overall, and then Justin Herbert went number six to the L.A. Chargers. So I was thinking going into this game with Justin Herbert getting his contract extension and Tua not getting that and having his fifth-year option pitched up, uh, picked up. I didn't even know if they're negotiating a new contract yet. There was a lot on the line for Tua yesterday. And, man, he showed out. He played really well. But that Tyreek Hill is virtually uncoverable. Boomer, Joe Burrow, a uh, tough performance by him yesterday. Is this a bag of cash hangover, or should we be worried about uh, the Cincinnati Bengals quarterback? No, I don't think it's a bag of cash hangover. I think it's uh, five weeks of missing uh, preseason. This is like the third year in a row that he has gotten off to a slow start. It's also the third year in a row where he had has had very little, if any, preseason practice and preseason games. And he even said it after the game yesterday, look, we've been down this road before. We're not going to overreact to it. But I will say there are some really good defenses in, in the NFL, and Cleveland, led by Miles Garrett, is one of those defenses. And offensive tackles yesterday, Orlando Brown and Jonah Williams for the Bengals basically got steamrolled uh, by that defense, much like the Giants offensive line last night got steamrolled by the Cowboy defensive line. You know, that's one thing I take out of this Philadelphia-New England game. I thought the offensive line played reasonably well until in the fourth quarter when the pressure finally started to get through uh, to Mac Jones when the game was on the line. Boomer, like my high school football team, it is only week one, so I won't um, get too overly concerned. But the one area where I have a little concern is uh, New England's inability to run the football, which I think could put some pressure on Mac Jones if teams start to say, you know what, we're going to take away the run and we're now going to go after Mac. Yeah, I, well, we talked about this last week, about their offensive line, the fact that they're bringing guys in off the street, they're trying to make trades, they're trying to shore it up. I can't imagine that Mac's going to be throwing 50 times every single game this year. Uh, you know, you don't have Ramondre Stevenson and uh, you know Ezekiel Elliott standing back there, you know, only carrying the ball, what, 19 times yesterday? So I would think, combined, I would think that uh, they're going to want to run the ball more, Especially when you play a team like Miami, I, you, you got to control the ball. You got to be a little bit defensive in your offensive uh, game plan, and you got to think of ways to kind of slow down the Miami Dolphins. I, I'm sure Miami is feeling great about themselves and can't wait to get the Patriots on the field next week. Boomer, Jacoby Myers obviously uh, dealing with a shot to the head. Hopefully, he's coming through that okay today. I just saw his performance yesterday with two touchdown catches with Jimmy G and the Raiders and wondered why Bill Belichick sought Juju Smith-Schuster over just retaining a guy that had been the most uh, sort of reliable receiver that Mac had the last couple of years. I, I can't answer that. I, I don't know why he chose the way he did. And like I said, it's week one, so we got a long way to go. And Jacoby and Jimmy looked like uh, you know they, they'd been together for 10 years yesterday. If you watch that game, and even though they only scored, I think, what, 17 points, uh, the fact of the matter is the difference between Jimmy Garoppolo and Derek Carr, at least for Josh McDaniels, is that he's going to be able to finish games. And he did finish it when when he needed it most. And he threw a beautiful – and it reminded me of uh, Tom Brady throwing it to like Wes Welker or Julian Edelman, uh, this little slant pattern that they ran. And it was a perfectly thrown ball right in between two defenders. And that's where Jacoby got hurt. But, you know, he held on to the ball, I mean, which is amazing. So – 
I, I just think that uh, that's, a, that's a good thing for those guys, but I also don't know why they chose Smith-Schuster over Jacoby Myers. It's hard for me to tell that. I don't know what you guys got to see or didn't get to see, but Tom Brady said yesterday he's a patriot for life, so we have that going for us. Well, he is. I, I mean, we saw it. I mean, I have to say, he's got a full head of hair. I've never seen anything like it. His hair grows more as he gets older. I'm losing hair. I mean, like, I, like if, I, if I knew how, what he's doing or how he's doing, I would do it. I just don't know if they have my color. Yeah, showed, he showed a little bit of speed running down yeah. the field. I mean, I you know I, I think the guy could still play. Uh, Wiggy, yeah. Wiggy says it all the time. And, and the other, well, he probably could still play. Um, the one thing I just don't know uh, is uh, – I guess they put the jersey on him because they wanted the last image of him wearing an NFL jersey as a Patriot. Oh, and, yeah. of course, uh, Bob Kraft waved the, the timeline for him to go into the Patriots Hall of Fame, which is going to happen next year. It only took me, what, 40 years to get into the Cincinnati Bengal <laughs> Ring of Honor, for God's sake. <laughs> so I guess that's what six or seven Super Bowls does for you. Boom. When you look at this uh, Patriots defense and what they did to Jalen Hurts, does – does it look like they might have exposed him a little bit and, and made him more of a, a passer, which he looked like he was a, he was really uncomfortable doing in yesterday's game? Well, you know, it was, it was poor weather for both teams. Uh, I think that, that uh, interception by Mac Jones that ended up as a uh, re- return touchdown by Darius Slay, it looked like the ball slipped out of his hand, then it was tipped. You know, I, I don't think the conditions in the Northeast or – even Pittsburgh were all that great to to throw the football. Um, I think a lot of quarterbacks struggled yesterday in that regard. But the one thing about Jalen Hurts uh, is he's a competitor. That's that's the thing I noticed from the his first day as the starting quarterback at Philadelphia Eagles. And he is he's going to always keep you in games. And I I don't think that they exposed anything. I just think they frustrated him. And I think the weather probably frustrated him. But I think it's also a feather in the cap of the uh, New England defense. And I think most of those guys will tell you, if we give up 25 points, we give up 25. Too, uh, too many points is 25. So they want to they want to throw a shutout. But I think they should, pretty feel good, uh, they should feel pretty good about their performance, though. Question of the week for Boomer is brought to you by McFarland Energy, the trusted source in greater Boston, the North Shore, and all of Cape Cod for home heating, oil delivery, and HVAC work. You have the Jets going all the way to the Super Bowl, so they ought to try to win this one tonight. What do they, what do they have to do to, to beat the Bills? Well, I do have them winning tonight. Um, their defensive line is deep, uh, much like Dallas's defensive line, San Francisco's defensive line. They're going to be rolling eight guys, and they get after the opposing quarterback, and they create turnovers. So uh, Aaron Rodgers was the perfect fix for what they needed. They didn't have a quarterback that was able to – consistently give a good performance each and every week. And by the way, the Jets did beat Buffalo last year without Aaron Rodgers. So I think Aaron has raised the level of everybody's play. So I'm expecting them to win tonight, and I'm expecting uh, Aaron to have a good game. But I also think it's probably going to be relatively high scoring, 27-24, 30-27, something like that. Uh, it's a division game, and both teams are lo- uh, locked and loaded on offense. And Boomer, quickly, you're uniquely qualified to answer this with 26 game-winning drives and 19 fourth-quarter comebacks in your career. What is it? What is it about Mac where that's the one element of the game that he's really struggled in? He had a good day yesterday, but had the ball twice with less than three minutes to go. Was unable to get the Patriots into the end zone. Is that something that you just were able to grow with an offense and develop? 
you were able to do it so successfully. Why hasn't Mac been able to do that yet? All right. Well, yesterday I thought that he was in the midst of doing that. He had one drop pass. He had a guy right in the chest. I forget which guy that was. Uh, and then Butte was unable to keep his feet in, in bounds. I mean, these are the little things that great wide receivers do. You know, guys like Edelman and Wes Welker, and, and you take a look at when they had Randy Moss and – even Gronk was really adept at catching those balls along the sideline. Those are things that those wide receivers and anybody who catches a pass for that matter have to practice and do practice every single day. And then when the game comes, it should become second nature. And that's unfortunate that Butte couldn't get that second foot down because I think Mac was in the middle of uh, orchestrating a comeback and played a really tough game yesterday. So I think he's on the right path. And I think Bill O'Brien obviously showed that he's the right coach for him. Uh, Coach Wiggins' guys did get the ball in uh, in the fourth quarter to make that uh, final score 49-14. Oh, hey, Boomer. <laughs> fighting Boomer. <laughs> so, 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 so there was a positive. Uh, that. I have to tell you, Wiggs, uh, my son played on a football team. I, I think they won one game in the three years that he played in high school, and mm-hmm. I went to pretty much every single game. Uh, and uh, it was tough. It was a long three years. So I don't know how long you're going to be uh, in this role. Uh, Nobody does. Like Belichick, I'm going to do this thing for the next 20 years. (laughs) He lost his first game, too. So, All right, no give up. You hear me, Wiggy? Never. No give up, man. Never. Now I know what to get you for Christmas. Okay. I'm going to get you either a house or a Paul Brown book. (laughs) Coaching for dummies. (laughs) Coaching for dummies, yes. X's and O's for dummies. Boomer, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. All right, guys, I look forward to it. See you.